Hallelujah. Today I will title my message, You Are the Salt. And reading through Matthew chapter 5 from 13 and 14, he said, You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavors, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. The 14 then, he said, you are the light of the world. And city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Today I want to take the first part that you are the salt of the earth. I know almost all of you have seen salt before. If you haven't, you have eaten salt before. Maybe you didn't know. Salt is a very great thing. I think in some years in Ghana, it used to be a way of exchange, like currency. Because it's very important. Uh, you give salt and they give you uh, something cooler and <laughs> you exchange it. Salt have got some characteristics and I will just talk about two of them and as we look at it, we will move our life, understand our life in that light. He says that you are, he's talking about you. You are what? He said, the salt of what? The earth. God has given this earth to men. If this earth will become good or not, will taste good or not, will be preserved or not, it will depend upon the believer. The believer is supposed to be the salt of the earth. Salt preserved. Before I think refrigeration came, they used to use salt to stop corruption. When I say corruption, I'm talking about like a meat and a fish. When you put meat there and you leave it for some time, it gets corrupted. When it gets corrupted, it decays. That something is happening and it's not how it is in its original form. That's why sometimes your things can be corrupted. It means that it's not in its own. Something has come to change its form. Yeah. So, the world is supposed to be in a certain way. With Christ, there is a certain way the world should be. But all of us are not Christians. But the little that we have can preserve the larger portion. So, it stops decay or corruption it stops destruction, is able to keep it for a very long time to be used. So salt plays a major role. It also gives taste to food or it helps to put flavor in food. When you eat some food or you make some stew and you don't put the salt in it, it doesn't taste the way you feel like it should taste, isn't it? But little salt can change the entire taste for you. Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth. If salt loses its what? It tastes. What is it good for? It is then good for what? 
for nothing. If a believer ceases to be like salt in society, you are good for nothing. What happened is that if we don't play our role as Christians, the second portion says that, but you are thrown out and what? Trampled where? And foot by men. If we don't do our portion very well and we allow the unbelievers sin to cover wherever you are living, what happens is that believers will suffer more. If we don't do our portion and we leave things to move the way they are, we will suffer more than the unbelievers. Well, the unbeliever is already a sinner. He doesn't care about anything. But the believer, they will trample upon you. You cannot make it in business because you have to be corrupt before you make money. So if the system accepts corruption as the norm and you come in as the right person, you will not get a portion there. If you have to give a bribe before you get a job and that is the norm and what we all understand and you don't want to give a bribe, you won't get a job. But if we live that life and everybody plays his role very well and we're sorting the area, it will be difficult for the wrong to trample upon the right people. That is why we don't have to stay passive. So, enyashi, enyashi. If the wicked rule, what happened to the righteous? They suffer. If we don't do our portion, we oh, Wherever you are, enforce the kingdom of God. Wherever you are, be a soul there. If you are sold there, the place won't get corrupted so that you can have freedom to be able to progress in life. But if we don't do it, we will keep on complaining and complaining. Meanwhile, we say we have 70% Christians salt in a soup. And we can't taste it. Then it means that that salt has lost its what? It tastes. And any salt that has lost its taste, the Bible says is good for nothing but to be thrown away and to be set upon. No wonder they are stepping upon Christians' right. If we don't rise up, we will sit down and one day they will come and ask you to kneel and bow, like Daniel. And whether you have the boldness to say we won't bow. Whenever the righteous relinquish their position, the salt stop becoming the influencer and let the world become the influencer, we are in trouble. Arise, wherever God has placed you, be a salt. Influence people around there. Let them know that you are a Christian there. You don't put your Christian in your pocket when you go to office. You come and stand here and raise your hands. Let them see your Christianity whichever position they place you. I like something about my father's people. When they are in position, they carry their religion there. You can be whoever you are. If you come and he doesn't drink alcohol, you could be the president of the world. 
His faith will tell you, I don't drink alcohol here. Let the believer be there. Oh, let's socialize. <laughs> Try to compromise. And this well, if you compromise one, they will take the next. You see, they are taking territories. If he holds here, you leave it. He move to the next one. The next one. Before you realize you have nothing to hold on to. What then we call right, the world will define it and say it is wrong. And what is wrong, the world will give you a definition and say it is there. What is called right. It is when the believer ceases to taste like a salt. If we lose our taste, we are finished. What makes the world fear us is our taste. Not a badge we put here, but our taste. Sometimes they will, they will fight you, and, but at a point they say, this guy, we know he won't, he won't agree. They know who will agree, and they know who won't agree. There are certain things they cannot bring it to some people. Oh? The world should be able to say that believers can do this. Believers won't do this. We won't even think about it because we know they won't do it. But it is we who rather will lead. The Bible says when we lose that, people will trample upon our religion. People will step upon it. They will insult Jesus Christ before your face. Because we have given them the right. The world is almost going to an end. We have forgotten that Christ will be coming again. We are so minded on this earth that whatsoever we will do to get hold of this earth, whether good or bad, like the one who prayed, oh Lord, do it. Some way, somehow, by fair or by foul, by hook or by crook, told you that God works by crook. <laughs> because of your need, you want God to compromise to do what you think he should do. Righteousness is being put behind. It doesn't matter. I believe in grace. I believe that when you fall, you will rise up. I believe that we are not perfect yet. But the little soul that is in you, let somebody feel it. Abraham prayed a prayer in Genesis. He said, if you find this number of grain of salt in Sodom, in Gomorrah, in that place, would you destroy it? God said, no. If that number of salt is in that soup, it will take a taste. So there's no need for me to throw it away. He reduced it. I said, what about if you find this number? He came to 20, 20 grain of salt. God said, look, that 20 can make a difference. Don't think you are few, you are one that you can make a difference. Pray that God will make you taste that when people come and stand before you and they're talking and you come there, they know you are not just going to say anything. You will say the truth. 
And if you're a good salt, nobody can ignore you. Look, from the beginning, they will try to ignore you, but they will need you to salt in them. You are the soul of the earth. If we cease to become salt, our place will be on the ground. For the unbeliever, don't have any good conscience. Once they get you down there, it means that you can't rise. You'll be down because something you trample upon is on the ground. So if we cease to be salt, we can't rise. And if we don't rise, they will trample upon you. But God wants you to be the head and not the tail. Don't let anybody trample upon you. But the way you will not be trampled upon is to be what? The salt. If you are a salt, it doesn't matter your color. Well, I know there is, people say there's no racism, but there's racism. But if you are the best and you're very good at your work and your soul, you are influencing in a certain area, everybody wants to take you. Companies want to take you. Sometimes you see, they say there's no job, but companies are chasing some people to employ them. Brethren, let us be sold. Wherever we are, in our family, before our children, let them taste us. Let them know that this is how we are. Be the salt wherever you are. In your office, be the salt. In your home, be the salt. Even when you enter into torture, be the salt there. Wherever you go, be the salt. Let them look down upon you, be the salt. Whatever you're doing, be the salt. Salting your area, wherever you are, let them know that somebody is there. Let something about God be seen. I'm not saying just be talking and be Christian while you do opposite. Anytime you say you are a Christian and you don't see, do you know the unbelievers, they know what is right and wrong. That is why. When you do something wrong, they tell you, you say you're a Christian. Now they know this is how life should be lived. The essence of being a salt means that you will matter. When God was going to destroy Sodom, you know, he revealed it to Abraham. And Abraham came near and said, would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there were 50 righteous within the city. Would you also destroy the place and not spare it for the 50 righteous that were in it? If there's salt, it will be spared. It cannot be destroyed. Because if I find in Sodom 50 righteous or 50 grain of salt in that city, then I will spare all the place for they are sick because salt can salt in every area. Once they are there, they can influence the other area. And Abraham said, Indeed, now I who am but dust and ashes have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose there were five less, which is what? 
45. Less than the 50 righteous. Would you destroy all the city for a lack of five? So he said, if I find the 45 grain of salt, I will not destroy. Because 45 grain of salt can salt in the entire Sodom. So he reduced it to 40, and it didn't work. He reduced it again to 20. Suppose 20 should be found there. So he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of 20. Sometimes you think you are the only person there, so it doesn't matter. No. If we have 20, the 20 can change the equation. It's just that the 20 have gone underground. Come out, salt in the place. And because good will always prevail over evil. But evil will like you to hide. And they said, let not the Lord be angry. I will speak but once more. Suppose 10 should be found there. If you find 10 in Accra, will you destroy Accra? Look at what God said. Then the Lord said, I will not destroy it for the sake of 10. That is the power of salt. He doesn't take the food taste. The food takes its taste. The Christian shouldn't take the taste of the world. The world should take the taste of the Christian. We should influence the world. The world shouldn't influence us. Now we are doing things, we want to do things just to match up to the world. But we cannot, we'll be trampled upon. We should go ahead. We should be leading in business, in everything. You should be leading righteous businesses that will be standing. And when the righteous business stand and the storm come and it says stand, the, those who stole the thing and it went away, they'll come back to you. I say, how did you do it? You say, oh, the way I did it is a long way, but it can stand. So you would teach the world how to do business and a lasting business. Whatever you're doing, sometimes I know we have been corrupted and the salt has been turned and now we have lost our taste. Even churches, we can lose our taste. Why are we here? Why are we a church? What is the main purpose of a church on earth here? Is it for entertainment? Is it for gossip? It's not even for miracles. It is to raise Christ. It is to make this world taste Christ. That wherever a church is, Christ should be raised and lifted. And that is how a church should be. If we fail in that, we have lost our taste. So let all of us ask ourselves, why are we here on earth? Why am I a father? Is it that God wanted me to give birth? Born like Praku. Or God want to raise godly children from me. Why did I get the job there? If you understand why God put you there, you become a salt there. 
you will influence that area. God bless all of you.